Welcome to Dr. Karen Health Talks. Today's topic is gut-brain care. And I have spoken often about the gut-brain connection. And in fact, our gut is often called our second brain. And today I'm specifically going to focus on what we can do to improve the health of that gut-brain connection. And there are very specific things, and I'm going to go through the four R's. So if you have a pen and paper, it might be a great idea to write this down, or sometimes I know you listen to this in walking or driving, so don't be worrying about writing it down. You always know you can come back and uh, get a pen and paper later and write down these four R's. So I'm going to list out the four R's first. So first of all, we want to remove the foods and the factors that damage our gut. So we could be eating healthy, we could be really taking great digestive enzymes and probiotic foods, but if we are not removing the factors that are setting up inflammation in our gut, then those things are not going to be working most effectively. So the first thing we have to do is remove the foods and factors that damage the gut, and we're going to be talking about that. The second one is replace habits. So I like to say replace habits because when we say you can't do something or stop doing something, it has such a negative connotation, whereas we're going to focus on replacing some things you're doing now with some better habits. So that would be the replace R. The third R is re-inoculate. I love that term because what we're going to do is re-inoculate our microbiome with wonderful, diverse bacteria so that all those great bacteria are going to do all the work they need to do. So the microbiome is a fabulous topic that I've spent a whole podcast actually talking about at another time. And we're going to do less about the analyzing and the talking today and more about action. So we're going to talk about how you can re-inoculate your microbiome with great bacteria. And the fourth one is to reset your lifestyle. So let's get started with the first R. The first R is remove inflammatory substances. And I'm going to make a list here of some of the things you might want to consider removing from your diet and your life, because they're not all just dietary. Some are lifestyle. So you're not going to be surprised that the first one is refined sugar. Refined sugar that is wreaking havoc on every cell of your body, but particularly your gut. Refined sugar. Gluten. As far as possible, just minimize gluten as much as possible. And gluten is found in everything from spaghetti sauces, pretty much anything in a jar or a can that you keep for a long time probably has gluten because it's used as a thickener. And just read the label. And if you are going to get any jars or tin products, can products, just make sure they're gluten-free because uh, gluten has a lot of genetically modified substances now. And that can create inflammation in the body. Wheat, dairy, minimize alcohol, processed foods, of course, because anything that's processed has chemicals and that creates inflammation of the body. Genetically modified foods of any kind, GMO foods. Now this one, colorings and additives and preservatives. So those that icing on the top of cupcakes that the kids love, the red icing, the blue icing, these are chemicals. And we want to really minimize any chemical we're putting into our body. Fried foods and 
particularly pay attention to the skincare products you're using because skincare products often have what we call parabens and parabens can actually be chemicals that can create inflammation in the body. So just as a possible lifestyle factor, and all of these are just recommendations, they're ideas for you, is to try and get as clean skincare products as you can to minimize the extra chemicals you're putting on the largest organ of your body, meaning your skin. And all of these factors are going into your body, creating inflammation in the cells of your body, and that includes your gut. So if you want good gut health, we really need to clean up our lifestyle. So the second R, which kind of continues on this theme, is replacing certain lifestyle practices. So here are some ideas for you. If you are eating refined foods, think about nutrient-dense foods. Think about vegetables of every color, every color of the rainbow that are actually giving you different antioxidants and minerals. And the cells love that. Whereas refined foods, chemicals, not a whole lot of nutrients. So replace refined foods with nutrient-dense foods. Think about taking a really good digestive enzyme because a lot of the times our digestive system has been so depleted that we're lacking digestive enzymes. So I actually take a digestive enzyme with every meal. That just helps break down the food in the stomach. So once it gets to the small intestine, it's much easier to absorb and we just minimize our chances of leaky gut, which, by the way, was a topic of another podcast that I've done all about leaky gut. Also, replace chemical skincare products with preservative-free products. We talked about that earlier. Okay, so you know I'm going to talk about liquid sugar and soda. So I last week I actually had a coaching client that... Uh, drank 20 ounces of soda a day, and that was our first step to get her off that soda. We used some sparkling mineral water infused with some lemon and lime, and she got a nice little uh, water container where she could put uh, orange slices, cucumber slices, just making the water taste nice, and the bubbles with the mineral water really, really helped her get off the soda. Or you can get uh, water bottles, BPA-free water bottles with infusers inside. And the way you sit on the toilet. So if you've heard of that squatty potty, imagine when you sit on the, your toilet, if your feet are elevated to about six, eight inches off the ground, it actually gives your colon a better angle for elimination. Just think about a dog and how it squats to poop then that's what we need to be doing. And these modern toilets are not designed for good elimination. So think about getting a squatty potty. They're everywhere, Target, Walmart, they all sell them because we're realizing that these are crucial to good elimination. And think about how much antacid use you are using. If you're popping an antacid for good every single day, you might want to think about going and and researching or working with a nutritionist to help boost your own um, digestive enzymes because they might be depleted with excess and antacid use. Okay, so let's move on to the third R. I told you I was going to move on very swiftly along here so that you can get some good ideas. The third R for gut brain care is re-inoculation. 
re-inoculation. You know what we usually use that word for in modern medicine, inoculate. Well, I want you to reframe inoculate, meaning inoculate with good bacteria. And we actually want to be inoculating with probiotics and prebiotics. These work symbiotically in the body. Don't you love that? Symbiotic. So prebiotics are actually fertilizer for your good bacteria. So imagine you plant a seed, which might be a probiotic, and then you water it, you give it good soil, that's the prebiotic. So the probiotic is actually live bacteria, live bacteria. And you want to get a good probiotic, don't just buy one off the shelf, you want to get one that does activate in the body and it survives the harsh acidic stomach. So these probiotics are live microorganisms, they live in your body, especially in your GI tract, but they also live in your skin. And they are fed by these prebiotics. So some prebiotic ideas, the, which is some of the foods you can eat, are onions and garlic, asparagus, and fiber. So really good, high-quality fiber, you should be taking about 25 to 30 grams a day, is great prebiotic fertilizer for your, for your probiotics, for your microbiome. And this prebiotic fiber actually goes through the small intestine undigested, which is so interesting because it has to get in to the large intestine, the large colon, to be able to fertilize those bacteria that we want to really get our um, probiotics and our microbiome in good, good shape. And some probiotic foods, you've probably heard this, sauerkraut. Do you like sauerkraut? I get organic sauerkraut. I just have a tablespoon a day. Now, I don't love sauerkraut. I know a lot of people do love that bitter taste. I don't love it, but I know it's really good for me. So I put it with some of my veggies. I put it on top of chicken or fish. It's just so I get that really good probiotic-rich food. Kefir. Now, kefir wouldn't be something that you would go to first up if you don't never had probiotic foods. Maybe pickles. So anything fermented or pickled, and you know you can pickle everything. In fact, someone just made for me pickled carrots and they were delicious. So the pickling is the fermentation which actually gives us our probiotics. So there's so many great probiotic rich foods that we can use and why do we need probiotics? I mean people say to me, well gee, why why do we need this? Well our microbiome has been under a lot of insults with this lifestyle that we live. Sleep deprivation, stress, as we get older, illness, antibiotic use, anti-against bacteria, the more antibiotics we've had in our lifetime, the more likely we are to really have our microbiome suffer. Of course, poor diet, refined foods, dehydration. So it's my opinion that we all need a good probiotic supplement as well as good probiotic foods. And again, make sure you pick a high-quality probiotic that deliver the strains that are most studied for good digestive health and good microbiome support. You'll find that the probiotic also helps regulate bowel function. So if you have trouble with constipation, getting good probiotics can really, really help with that. So finally, in this very short time together, because I like to keep these podcasts short, Let's just talk about resetting your lifestyle. So none of this is a surprise to you. If we live a lifestyle that supports 
good health. It's going to support our gut and it's going to support our brain because everything is connected. So not surprisingly, eat clean food as much as possible. Buy organic if you can afford it. Look at the dirty dozen list of veggies and pick, if you're going to pick which organic veggies to buy and which not, go to the dirty dozen list and let that guide you. Move your body every day because your gut needs to be moved. It's got a small muscle in it and if we're sedentary, it's going to really play havoc with digestive health. High quality supplements and probiotics. Get your eight hours sleep, good high quality sleep. Drink clean water. None of this is a surprise. One that might surprise you is embrace germs. <laughs> it's so interesting. If you have a dog, families and households with dogs actually have a more diverse microbiome. Of course, because they lick you and you exchange your microbiomes. And then one dog, I have two dogs, so one dog licks the other dog and then one dog licks me and suddenly we're all sharing our microbiome. So I'm getting a more diverse microbiome. <laughs> so um, pet lovers can feel confident that they're improving their microbiome, if not many other things in our health, of course, by having animals. Get that healthy skincare. Research it or ask someone you know about good, healthy skincare. Reduce environmental toxins. We haven't talked much about that, but household products. Try and reduce the chemicals in household products as much as possible because they're going into our body all the time and into our pets' bodies, by the way. And practice mindfulness. I love the word mindfulness because in this world of high stress and busy, 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 sometimes we don't stop. And just take a breath and realize that this moment is the only this moment we'll ever have. And be so grateful for that. So with that, I hope that you've learned a little bit about these four R's of gut-brain care and that you'll take this information and apply it to your life to live a richer, high-quality lifestyle so that you can be of service to yourself and of service to the world. So until next time, this is Karen Wolf with Dr. Karen Health Talks. Bye for now.